The Sly Guy Podcast is now in partnership with Pugs Comedy Club. That's right. Belfast's longest-running Thursday night comedy club is supporting the longest-running Sly Guy podcast in the country too. There you go. What are the chances? And this is what's happening. On the 13th of October, Pugs Comedy Club is back. That is right. And rather than just coming to the comedy club night, which for the last several nights have been sold out, why don't you get on, book your tickets, and then make a night of it. Why don't you drop into Pug Uglies before the show itself? Have we bite it? bite of dinner something to eat make a date of it you know what i'm saying what i recommend the buffalo wrap mm, bon appetit 10 out of 10 delicious and on the night there are specialist drinks offers as well crack and rum sponsors the comedy club there are drink offers on board you get some rock shore offers as well if you're a scally so get in get the comedy club make a night of it get the wraps get the food speaking of which by the way this is nothing to do with pug's comedy club it's just got to do with pug uglies but i'm saying it anyway they now do a sunday roast delivery service that's right not a, not you don't you, not only is the, the the roast available at pug uglies in belfast you can go online you can order a sunday roast and they will bring it to you a full works carvery sunday roast delivered to your front door if you've had a few too many drinks on the saturday night they bring it to your door if you've been to pugs on saturday night you've made a bit of a dick yourself and you're like oh i'd really like to have this this roast, but you're too scunder to show your face in the restaurant or the bar again. Do it online. They come to the door. You can send, like, I don't know, your kids or your girlfriend, boyfriend, dog to the door to collect it. You don't have to show your face, but you still get that goodness. So check out Pug Uglies on all socials at Pug Uglies or check out Pugs Comedy Club at Pugs Comedy Club. 13th of October. Keep away on the socials. Get the tickets booked. Make a night of it. Dinner, drinks, comedy. What's not to love? Would you look who's back? It's Manscaped. <laughs> Manscaped are launching a war on pubes. And you know what they needed? Their very own Vladimir Putin. Vladimir Putin, the lawnmower 4.0, into your big Ukrainian bush and shaving it off. That's who. But we're back. We're in cahoots. We're in a team. And if you want to get some of the Manscaped products, you know what you need to do. Go to manscaped.com. And if you want a discount, you're like, hmm, what's the discount that the people want and the discount that the people need? It's the Sly Guy podcast. That's what you need. And that's not what the code is. The code is not Sly Guy anymore because that's too long for your fat, lazy fingers. The code is simply three letters and that's S-L-Y, Sly. You can get the Performance 4.0 Manscaped Lawnmower. I mean, I've got that wrong, but who cares, because they ditched me before, but we're back and it's fine. They've also got this uh, ball deodorant, which, by the way, genuinely smells terrific. And I, even whenever we weren't in partnership, I still used the ball deodorant on my balls. And actually, sometimes I ventured back a wee bit further. You know, I'm Vladimir Putin. I go to places where I'm not always welcome. I annex certain areas. I use my balls with the ball deodorant and then I annexed my anus and went right up there too and it smells good as well. Good enough to eat if my wife would be so inclined and then speaking of which sometimes in life days can get a wee bit stressful your balls can get a little bit sweaty what you need to do is stick a ball toner on there the tighter the balls the less they sweat so you get on over to manscaped.com use the code sly get a discount get these guys back on board and make them pay for the vladimir putin and pubes because that's me and i'm coming for you <sighs> guys it's a treat and it's wonderful to have new sponsors on the podcast don't get me wrong i love it but you know what gives me that warm feeling inside? Whiskey. Just straight whiskey, strong whiskey. 
burns up my insides. But other than the feeling of alcoholism, what also gives me great joy and pleasure is to know that from day one, Modest Beer have had my back. And tell you what, they don't heat the body like a whiskey does, but they taste way better than a whiskey does. And they'll not be the ones to come out and say we're amazing because, hey, they're modest. But what I will say is, I'm not modest. I'm an extrovert. I'm an egomaniacal. I'm a narcissist. But I like these beers. And that's what modest beer are all about. Delicious beers without the fuss. Now, you want to know a bit more about modest beer? Every week I come out and say, go to www.modestbeer.co.uk to find out more. Why not go to www.modestbeer.co.uk and sign up to their brews letter? Not like B-R-U-I-S-E, because that would sound a bit aggressive, but B-R-E-W-S, brews. Like, you know, brews, these, they brew beer, and news and brews rhyme. So what they've done, they've taken the word brew, and they've taken the word news, they've combined it, and made brews. So now they have a brews letter, which is like a newsletter about beers. You go up there, put your email address in, get the brews letter in your inbox, whenever it happens. You know what's happening with Modest Beer, you know what new beers are coming out, you know what events they're doing. For example, this weekend, Modest are at the Portrush Beer Festival. That's right, Saturday and Sunday, they're up there in Portrush, letting you taste the Modest Beer, having a good time up by the North Coast. Two things I love, other than brewing news, merging, it's the North Coast and Modest Beer getting together. And if that's not enough, if you haven't got enough from me in that read, get them on social media. Their handles are simple, their handles are modest. And their handles are not actually modest, their handles are modest beer. But give them a follow. Tell them Davey sent you, they'll appreciate it, I appreciate it. Get some modest in your life. And it'll be a better place. Bruce Letter. News Bruce. Modest beer. I'm the sly guy. Friends, Romans and cunts, welcome to the Sly Guy podcast. <laughs> that was an, an aggressive start. The C-bomb dropped straight away. Shadow ban me now, YouTube. Don't worry, they're probably blocking me anyway because I've... Fuck, fuck, you know what? Everyone's on my back. You know, it's always the case, but that's what makes the Sly Guy bigger, badder, and stronger than ever. When people are on my back, Ben, if you even so much... This is what's annoyed me this week. He's he's straight away... You might know there's another fucking... You might sense... You might have Psychic Glenn's ability to sense specters and beings and ghosts in a room. Well, there's a ghost in the studio today, a ghost of bloody Sly Guy past. The snake rats come in, his pants... <laughs> I'd be in though. He's come into the studio to show his face for his quarterly production of the Sly Guy podcast. We've not now in his contract. He slyly wrote it up. He was like, "Listen, I'll still produce the podcast. However, I will only make four appearances a year in person." What's this stuck to me, Ben? Why is this? Why, why is this stuck to me? What is this? I look like a tramp on my own podcast. What this is actually is some. We got some packages sent to us from Manscaped. Um. By the way, let's be honest, weren't too sure about letting Manscaped get back on board of the podcast because they ditched us before. They ditched us because not a lot, enough of you fucks went on and used the code SLY, all capitals, S-L-Y, at manscaped.com. So this time what we're doing, we're, going, we're doing anti-advertisements for them. We're saying, Manscaped, you can sponsor the podcast, but I don't like you. I like your products, but I don't like you. I don't like the people behind Manscaped, but I like the actual products. I like my balls smelling good. I like my pubes being short, but I don't like the company. So what I'm saying to you guys is, you know, spite me. Go on and use the code SLY, all capitals, S-L-Y, at manscaped.com, and spite me. Make them make them last forever, us together, me and Manscaped. They're back on board and sent me a nice package, and they sent me some nice underwear, which lets your balls breathe. Ben, you're a big fan of underwear, aren't you? You've actually said that was the highlight of the Manscaped package for you. 100%. And you wear the T-shirt as well. 
Loud and proud. Yeah, well, you know what I do with the t-shirts? I give them to the local bonfire builders and I say, throw these t-shirts in the bonfires and burn them because of the white manscaped. But the products are nice. All right, do what you want. And then they're like, but these t-shirts feel really comfortable. Like, yeah, you fucking wear them if you don't want to burn them. I don't care. Me and Manscaped are done. But you know what? Like any good relationship, there's always room for reconciliation. Isn't that right, Ben? Yes. Mm-hmm. So here we are. We're back on board. We'll see how it goes. See if they want to come back. But I mean, it does look nice, doesn't it? Because you, you always like, this is the thing I don't want to say about Ben coming in the studio he, like I have a guest on now you know yourself you do the edits on all the podcasts mm-hmm. from the Slag Eye podcast to the guest podcast and you sometimes from a distance like to be a little bit of a bitch and criticise me on my um, what's the word my focus on some of the, the, the videos and it's gentle encouragement mm-hmm, gentle encouragement from afar but you know I try my best I feel like very much like I am a a single mother in some respects like you're over there throwing in your paychecks at the end of the month and I'm just kind of looking after the kids I this podcast I'm trying my best and nothing annoys me more by the way than when I've sat for a goddamn hour and a half talking shit to somebody I look back at the footage it's not focused nothing makes me want to eat my own face more than that but hopefully it's sorted now and, and this is this in focus am I in the middle of the screen no, just out of focus just to keep it with tradition with tradition you son of a mic's quiet out of focus Battery's going to run it halfway through. Yeah, well, you know what? That's all well and good. Maybe turn up every week. Garen, you know what? You know why I said he didn't want to come last week? I said, can you come produce the podcast last week? He texts me back. He just goes, no. And I went, why? And he goes, none of your business. Had to himself. That's the attitude we're dealing with. And that's why he's the snake rat. Both snake and a rat. But welcome. It's good to have you back. It's good to have someone else to talk to. Because I was getting a lot of people fucking messaging me last week being like, have you lost the head? And I went, what do you mean? He goes, you just gave off for a full hour last week. Have you have you heard that podcast back from last week? Yeah, I've stumbled through it a few times. I feel like you just... You okay there? I've, I feel like I've just spilled water all down me. Sometimes when I get annoyed, I can't help it. My bottom lip just goes... Whoa. And it just, I just start to dribble a bit of water. But yeah, I mean... I, I, feel, like, bit, I feel like I'm a carer at this stage. Yeah, you. I mean, I was a bit annoyed last week. That's what it is. But it was... A lot of people said they were worried about me, but at the same... In the same extent... Like the following sentence, like, are you okay? Have you lost your mind? Then also said, that was good. That was vintage Sly Guy. We're back. You know, this is what we want. We want to see you on the edge. We want to see where your blood pressure is really high and you may or may not have a wee heart. Not a massive heart attack because nine times out of ten a massive heart attack results in. You said it, Ben? Dying. Death, correct. But, you know, if you just get it up to there, something probably quite good. It's like you said as well, whenever you masturbate with a... With a, a uh, belt around your neck you say like there is a risk of death but the high on the route to that's worth it is that true yeah sure yeah it's true. you know what I mean that's so, what you do after the podcast anyway that's what I do during the podcast but you, <laughs> you just can't tell because it's such a fun neck that the actual the, the belt is buried in my in my flab somewhere but yeah it's nice, it is nice to have you back I do I do feel like um, sometimes when I'm sitting doing a podcast by myself I'm just looking at the camera and I'm thinking, what a weird little scenario this is. How odd that I'm a full man in my mid-30s. Late 30s now, you could say. A couple of kids and a wife and a dog, you know. But yet I come here to an empty building by myself and I scream down this little black thing staring at me here. A camera. And just 
that's it. No one. It'll be even better when you're like a mid seventy year old man <laughs> ranting down here. I mean, this is the thing I just want to say on that. Um, there's no reason why I'll ever stop. I feel like Ric Flair. He's famously said he will never retire. And a bit of me feels like that. A bit of me thinks I think, you know, maybe I'll just be doing... Like, when will I ever stop podcasting? Well, it come to the point where, like, unfortunately now, this is, this is like Manscaped, I feel like the Patreon as well, it's slowly getting loyal and better. And people are liking what we're doing over there. And the more patrons we get, the more content we put out, the better quality. And I, you know what? It's all well and good sitting here slabbering at you, Ben, but I have to tip my cap to you on the vlogs front. Um, you, I, I do expect something major from the Newry vlog because you've had it for a month now. So I feel like it's going to be something like, I want to see some sort of like Michael Bay shit in there. Because And, and for those that don't know, what 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 is a vlog? Um, How do you describe a vlog? Yeah. Basically, it's just recording like a daily event. So do you want me to tell you exactly what the meaning of vlog is? Please do. So as you don't make a fool of yourself as a videographer. It's a video. Blog. Vlog. So a blog is just like documenting stuff. And a video blog is a vlog. And that's what we, we've done over there. Again, how did it start? Was it... We were looking for... Did you suggest it or... Was I just fucking about with the GoPro or a mix of both? No. No. You were... You told me to. I said uh, it would be great to see the behind the scenes of you mm-hmm. going to gigs and all that. Yeah. And then you took your GoPro and the rest is history. There you go. So what vlogs do we have over there? We have the... We have one of... Because um, that's how it all started too, actually, wasn't it? A lot of people were on Patreon. This is the thing too. We're looking at something here. Now, again, we're, I'm going to tell you this on a secret level. Because I don't like giving away a lot of Patreon secrets. I got a couple of messages this week too. You saw them, Ben, from from Patreon saying that, that the Sly Guy podcast is the best Patreon in the country. You know, if more people were on, more people would see it. www.patreon.com forward slash Sly Guy podcast. But, you know, over there, we put, we put extra stuff out there. And the Patreons have said they wanted to see a tour of this new studio we've moved to. And that was the first vlog that they got. But also over there... I feel like I would like to make Patreon a bit more of a community. There is the as- the aspect to it that you can do. I can't figure out some technophobe, as you know, but I think you can like put a notice board on Patreon where other patrons can kind of communicate with themselves. So I think that's something we'll look at doing. Um, we're always trying to move and evolve over there. You know, that's where we're at here, and the vlogs are just the the, the first element of additional stuff now. There's going to be a stand-up special that I'm recording pretty soon. Again, I'll not tell you dates or anything because I'm not allowed to yet. But if you're a patron, you could you could see it as well. So there'll be a vlog. Do you reckon we might get the Nuri vlog ready this week sometime, Ben? Do you reckon? Potentially. Or are Potentially. you too busy? Are you too busy editing um, guest episodes? There's a lot that gets edited to go out on the Patreon because mm-hmm. it's very busy. Yeah, it is busy Patreon. All right. I bought a new microphone today. It doesn't sync up to my phone. Pissed me off. I think I stomped on it and broke it, so I can't even send it back. But I'm trying to, like, you know you know what? I got a wee lapel mic, but you plug a thing into the bottom of my phone and it's supposed to sync, and it just doesn't monitor, so I'm trying to do my voice notes and it doesn't take. I'll send you another one after. Mm-hmm. The one you got was overly complex. All right, okay, so what are you going to send me? Just one that plugs in and connects? It's a very standard one. But how can it... I have one you can borrow. And how does it work on your phone? Plug it in, use voice notes. Does it work in voice notes? Because there's not, there doesn't seem to be anything oh, in my voice notes that I could. 
Yeah, we'll look into it. We'll look into it. But yeah. I mean, ultimately, the goal is my number one goal. I do a podcast over there on Patreon called Dog Walks a Davy, which is effectively just me talking while I walk my dog. And there's a few of them that I, I, I'm actually owed a few. I need to put a few up there. But sometimes the sound doesn't get. And you know what the biggest annoyance is for me? I don't know what Patreon have done. But I find sometimes the audio just doesn't upload on the Patreon for whatever reason, whether it's, cr- I don't know. And it just frustrates me continually uploading it. So sometimes I just throw the head up. And that's why the dog walks with Davy. Sometimes I'm being there, but if we get this new mic set up and have something working, the quality of that will improve exponentially. And that's what it's all about, isn't it? Small steps in the right direction. Still trying to convince you to get a GoPro strap on your head for the dog walk. So there is a Patreon, a patron, sorry, who keeps emailing me suggesting. Uh, what about a camera on? No. Really? Well, I mean that's something we could do, but I don't want people to steal my dog. So I don't want them to know him too well. But this patron has said that he is a pilot of a drone. And for like a, like one dog walks with Davy, should we do some sort of drone footage? That'd be so extra, but yes, please. You know what? Maybe that's the goal. We will just, we will get a dog walks with Davy cinematic. You know what we'll do? We'll get a, I need to set a strap on. We'll not put a strap on on my dog. I mean, fuck it. If it looks good enough, we'll put it on like a shark's fin, a big dildo on his back. But that's what we'll do. We'll make that the goal of Patreon to do the most high quality Dog Walks with Davey video podcast ever. We'll get a drone. We'll get cameras strapped to me, strapped to the dog. We'll have you following me filming on a rig and we'll just make it extra. Is that something we could do? Yeah. It, it, yeah. There you go. And then maybe what we should do, what we're at at the minute, we have, I think we have 250 patrons. Should we say then if we get up to 350, we'll do the Michael Bay cinematic Dog Walks with Davey. Pull out all the stops. Pardon? Pull out all the stops. I thought you said without all stops. I was like, what stops? Maybe we make it a stop. We just dog walk to all the dog walk friendly places in Bangor and make it a real... guide? Yeah. Because you know what I've actually thought, speaking about guides and dogs... I've seen in a few places that I can't bring my dog in places unless it's a guide dog. So I was thinking of getting a blind man stick and just having it in my pocket. Like, you know, one of those we the fold out. So if anyone's got a problem, me and my dog, I just whip this out because I always wear sunglasses because my future's so bright. And sometimes I just walk, if I just had a wee fold out blind stick. He is quite. Mm-hmm. He does look like a guide dog, isn't he? Except yeah. the only thing is his behavior is not akin to a guide dog. A dickhead, yes, but a guide dog, no. No. So I wouldn't get away with it. But yeah, I kind of feel bad for him at the minute because um, my parents um, and my my mother and father-in-law have ditched, have done the ultimate sly move. They've both gone holidays at the same time, which I mean, what I think has happened, I think they've gone out for dinner together. I think they've sat down and been like, how could we screw Davy exponentially over a two-week period? And they went, both going holiday at the same time. Because you know what that means? I'd look after my own damn kids and that's not easy and or fun. And then my wife, being selfish, a nurse, uh, she decides to get up, go and help the infirm. I don't care about the infirm. I only care about myself. Let's be fair. And you know what that means when she's up in the hospital at like half six? I don't get up at half six when I usually get up and walk my dog because she's in the hospital. Isn't that selfish, Ben? I think they're all out to get you. They're all out to get me. And today was my first day um, being the single dad to my two kids and you know what 
I'm ex- physically I'm exhausted right now and I do have major respect for any single parents out there see anybody raising more than one kid by themselves jeepers creepers you deserve a medal I nearly said a menu there I don't know what that even means but you deserve a medal and a menu but um, I managed to get it all done got, got the big one off the school me and the wee one went to the weekly grocery shop it was a nice time we went home I just kind of like did housework some put some washing on did some dishwashing bit of dusting bit of tidying made some dinner for the next few nights because I'm the house husband and I just let the wee one just basically pull every, like I don't know if your kids do this Ben but my one, my two year old shit she's two now she was two last week happy birthday to the wee one but she doesn't like one does not merely play with toys one likes to pull every single toy in one's possession out throw it on the floor and then just throw a tantrum. So everything out on the floor and goes, this room's now too messy for me yes. to play in. I will move to another and room. And then you say, well, then you need to tidy it up. No. Not having it. So that's what she ended up doing. Wrecking the house. I had to tidy all that up. Then I went to get the big one from school. She came home. And then, what did she throw a strop about? Yeah, I wouldn't let her go to dinners in school. She's like been... She actually... Today was her first day in P1 when she stayed for lunch usually she's she was out an hour earlier for the last wee run and she stayed an extra hour first time she lunch came home threw a tantrum that other kids were going to the cafeteria what's called hey canteen stop being so up your own ass that you don't call the canteen canteen other kids go to the cafeteria yeah you get a ham cheese sandwich fuck up there you go you know some kids in the world don't even eat ham and cheese probably because they're fucking lactose intolerant or whatever stupid kids are these days but I'd have that argument. And you know what she did, Ben? Threw a full strop. Went upstairs to her room, stomped about, gave over, and I'm just trying to, you know, I'm just trying to be a house husband, make ends meet. You know what I mean? Do you have a cry to yourself after that? Nah, I just got real raging. It's like, you fucking ungrateful wee bastard. You're an ungrateful ingrate, and I hate you. But then again, you know what? I matured. I let it go because I find I find that's helped help my parents and any parents that listen to this podcast, which is weird because quite a lot of them do. Um, a life bit of advice to that I would give you is remember kids aren't full grown adults, so they don't rationalise as well as adults do. So instead of like always trying to be like, no, I'm right, listen, do what I say, just send them to the room and lock a door and then come back in like an hour and a half and you're sweet. That's how I parent. But yeah, it's been a busy old day. A busy stressful day and the good news is both sets of parents will return in 13 days from now so I only have probably hmm about another 13 probably how it's half of 13 six and a half days by myself of parenting and then it's fine and I have to try and fit work in so this is what happens guys a full day of looking after my kids and then come here do this podcast that's dedication and you know what you should do um, to res- you know what you should you know what you should do as listeners of the show, fans of the show, Ben. What should they do if they want to support us? They should go to www.patreon.com forward slash Sci-Fi Podcast. There you go. But yeah, it's nice to have have new sponsors on board. Um, as much as I hate them, it's nice to have Manscaped back. You know, I'm sure over time we will bond and they will see that I do the best Manscaped breeds of anybody. Always has been the case. Always will be the case. And you know what? They've got this. Um, ball deodorant and what did, what did we say the last time we did the raids for Manscaped Ben that Vannies and Dix made of the same material just ask God he uses the same stuff he just um, uses it a wee bit different you know and that's why as well you know listen I don't think enough said about this 
Like people are like, oh, what are you talking about, Dave? Vaginas and vaginas and dicks aren't made the same thing. Tell it the trans community because what happens is if you want to change gender, they take the whatever genitalia you have, chop it up, make make it into something new, and that's moving forward, isn't it? So say Ben, say tomorrow you decide, you know what? In fact, not tomorrow because that would be devaluing perhaps people who are in the wrong bodies. You know, you maybe for a while you've been feeling to yourself. I actually don't feel like Ben. I feel like I don't know what Ben would be as a female term. Banani is that a, that a name? Say you're a banani and you've known this for a while and you'd have changed. You know what they would do? They'd take your wee willy winky, make a few nip nips, tuck tuck, make it into a vagina. And you know what you could do? Still use the ball deodorant, and you could still have your new wee banani flaps smelling as nice as your wee banani penis. So there you go. So it's all about, and it's all about respecting people as well. I, I know it's called manscaped, and I'm sure that triggers some people, but everyone can use it. And you know what, as well, Ben, see if you get your wee penis made into a vagina, you don't want to cut your flaps, do you? Especially having spent the money to no. get your flaps designed. So that's why you should use manscaped. <laughs> I mean, the more I talk in this podcast, the more I think it becomes quite evident that I haven't really done any preparation for the podcast. And what it has become is almost how long have we been talking here so far, Ben? Probably about just under 20 minutes. Yeah, so it's probably just become a 20-minute advertisement, which, you know what? Some people would be like, oh, what's he gone done? Other people, like Manscaped at manscaped.com or Modest Beer at www.modestbeer.co.uk or Puguglies at www.puguglies.com. Probably going, this is good advert, advertisement. This is what we want. It's like you're trying to fill up a word count at the moment on an essay. Yeah, but you know what I'm going to say? I put that ball dealer on my face and how good does that smell? It does. Yeah. It's, it's very it nice does smell nice. Do they do a spray last time? They do a spray as well. This is called um, ball toner. So I actually shaved before it came out. Used a Gillette razor, to be honest. Sue me. Um, but it smells good. It smells fresh. I did get a bit of my eye there. But you know what I mean? It's good. I would like to reach out to Manscaped and say, any chance of doing something for a beard? Guys, get some sort of like aftershave. Bam. Ignore the cock and balls and vanny and just get me something from a beard. Otherwise, I'd go elsewhere, you know. So, what are you looking? You're looking over there at the, the weed whacker for the nose hair, aren't you? No, I was just looking over to see what there, mm-hmm. what else there was over yeah. there. Yeah. But listen, all we're saying to you, see if you want to jump up board and you want to be sponsoring the podcast, we'll take it. You know, we're not. I hate these podcasts that were like, oh, we have a limit of sponsors. Nah, I'd happily do a three hour read and a 20 minute podcast. If so. you're, even if you're a small company. And you want to do a one-off as a bit of a laugh? Yeah, listen. I'd say go for it. Like, I mean, I hate to blow my own trumpet, but I'm one of the best, you know, comedians in the in the world, probably. You know, I'd say country, but I've let that get into my nose and my mouth and my head. I feel a little bit, I feel a little bit high. So, because Manscaped use a lot of, like, dangerous um, chemicals in their products to make your balls tighter and smoother and to not sting. That's why the Manscaped, little more 4.0 doesn't hurt your dick and balls because there's so many chemicals in their products that it just numbs your cock and balls let's hope they don't listen this far through no they won't they won't they won't care you know they won't care and see if they do what are they gonna do huh fuck them (laughs) hey manscaped fuck you there you go (laughs) manscaped.com use the discount code sly sly checkout fuck them fuck manscaped if you do any like ball trimmers or like stuff get in touch and fucking ditch these guys fuck them there you go see you later manscape you rent boys anyhow 
How have you been, my friend? Good. You're worried now because you're the producer of the podcast. You're probably cross. Should I bring that up? Oh, no, I've broken it. No, I haven't. It's very durable as well. And that's the beauty of the lawnmower 4.0. It's durable and it doesn't cut your balls. There you go. So, so more importantly, Ben, what have you been at? That you haven't been able to come and produce the podcast in person. What are you doing with your evenings? What is be- what is better in your evenings than sitting in here with me? Um, just chilling out with the family. Chilling out with the family. It's been a busy old time. No, no, hold on. You've definitely performed um, a bit of an oxymoron there because you've just said I'm chilling out with my family. It's been a busy time. Either you've been chilling or you've been busy. What is it? Nine to five, busy. Mm-hmm. Evenings. Nice and calm. What time do you get rid of your kids of an evening? Like, what time do they go to bed at? Uh, Are we talking here? Between seven and half seven. Nice. And then what do you do after that? What time do you go to bed at? Uh, probably 11-ish. 11-ish. Nice. Now, guess what, guys? For those who don't know, I, I actually did genuinely spray something in my eye there. So if I've been twitching for the last five minutes, that's it. I went to bed last night just after Bloodlands finished. And I must be honest and respectful to Jimmy Nesbitt I fell asleep during like the last half hour of it and it's only an hour show so I went to bed at 10 and I ended up getting 8 hours and 20 minutes sleep which I think is double what I got the night before because I don't know what happened to me but I was very tired couldn't sleep I think sometimes I don't know much about if I maybe get a sleep expert maybe that's you need to get in the show is to try to get some 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 advice on sleeping because I've definitely found more recently if I go to bed with a lot of thoughts in my head I just can't switch off and I can't sleep and that big block of cheese as well probably doesn't help yeah but I mean it's the same thing whenever like Dramona is probably the taste like as Eric Cantona would say when talking about Cronenberg it's the taste supreme you know what I mean? A block of Dramona cheese is hard to beat. Now, people say it's bad for bed. sits in the stomach. I like it. But I find, like, recently, I just have not been able to sleep too good. And then I think I get one thing in my head. And a lot of people say it's to do with being on your phone. I was about to say, are you on your phone or watching TV right up to bedtime? I would always... I would... Like, you know what? Of an evening, that's... Like, I think that's what most people do, do they not? People with kids, realistically... You put the kids to bed and you sit in front of the TV with your wife and or husband, partner, boyfriend, girlfriend... You or know, all of them. Number one squeeze. Or all at once if you're an absolute baller with no shame. But I just find, yes, what we do. Like, we sit and watch and we have our wee shows we watch. And and do you and your wife, Ben, ever have, like, like a wee routine, like a weekly routine of, like, TV shows on certain days you watch certain shows or you just kind of mix and match? Like, what are you watching at the minute? Not, not set days, but Netflix, because you can obviously drop in and out. Yeah. And depends what mood you're in. But so-so. Mm-hmm. We'd have kind of like a, a tier, so if you can kind of go down the one. So what? Watch. What's the minute? Like you're, you're the, like the see if you have all the shows lined up. What are you watching at the minute? We were watching that House of Dragon thing, but why not? I mean, why not? You said you said you were watching House because of Dragon. They did like four episodes with uh-huh. this cast. Yeah, really started to get into it, and then they go, "We're gonna fast forward twenty years and change everybody." Yep, and then you're going for fuck's sake. No, I'm loving it. I watched The House of Dragon. No, it's the last one completely. I was like, "What?" Did you watch the one last night or no? Not yet. No. So let me let me write. So spoiler alert: if anyone hasn't watched House of the Dragon, such as me, eat a dick, such as you, right? So I haven't watched this week's episode because it comes out overnight between Sunday and yep. Monday. Now, it's usually we watch, this is our routine. Okay, on Sunday we watch Bloodlands. Now, this is what I like, and I've said this before, and people might lose their head about it. I don't care. 
you know, here's the thing. There are pros and cons to streaming services. And one of the things I used to love was just binge. Just binging shows, watching them back to back to back. But more recently, I've started watching things weekly. And it's quite nice because you look forward to it. So House of the Dragon comes out overnight on a Sunday. So usually you watch that on a Monday. And in the last few weeks, on a Sunday, we watch Bloodlands. That's what we watch with Jimmy Nesbitt. And, and I look forward to Sunday evenings now. And I look forward to Monday evenings. Unfortunately, because I care about you fucking bastards, especially the patrons, www.patreon.com forward slash Sly Guy Podcast. I'm here on a Monday night doing the Sly Guy Podcast when I should be at home. And they said with my deck out, don't have my deck out ever. My feet up is what I meant to say. I know that the two are one and the same. A lot of people, you know, raise their feet or get their decks out. I don't even know. But for me, I, I raise... I, I recline my seat and I'll watch The House of the Dragon, but that'll have to be a Tuesday night activity now for me. And you know what else I'm doing tomorrow night? Picking up my, my daughter from Rainbows and pumping some fucking weights. Not together. I'm not going to pick her up and just do deadlifts in the car park. I'm going to go home and go do some weights because I'm I'm fitness guy. Um, and that's what I'm planning on doing. But I like that. I like to watch The House of the Dragon. And you were saying there you've got some beef with the, the, the switching around of the cast. I Why is that? But the fact like you change everybody, uh-huh. or you don't change anybody, you, you can't go see other girls. You're different now. Yeah, I mean, I, I, like, <laughs> the guy, the guy who is the not the hand, but the guy who's like the protector of that girl, like slept with her. Yeah, whatever. Same guy. Same guy. Yeah. No grey hair. Yet. Yeah. Everybody else was aged and had like five kids. Yeah, but what I think they've done there is it's fucked up. For like, what I think they're trying to do here. Back in those days, and again, I could be get, saying some wrong things here. So, by the way, Ben, get your pen out here. Get your pen out. Make some notes because I could say some things that are liable. Get me into trouble. But what I think it is is, girls, in those days, were pretty young. Do you know what I'm saying? So I think like Renera and the wife who got married to her dad. I can't remember her name. Nor is Emma the Cody now from. That psycho show that I used to watch m- with Mother and all in it, Norman How- Bates, Bates Motel. That's how I recognise her from. But what I think it was is they're trying, what I think they're trying to say, see, right, from an aut- autistic, no, definitely not from an autistic point of view, from an artistic point of view, right? What I think they're trying to do is say that the girls were young, prepubescent girls at that time. And then. What age are you talking? I think like 13, 14. I think that's what they were, that's what they were at that time. Then. I think what they've done is be like, now they have, they're fully grown women, so that's why they've changed the characters. However, all the other people were adults and they've just kind of aged. I think what they're trying to, and that's the why I think they're doing it. Now, could be that, or what they've gone and done is get, you know, higher profile actresses on board and not had the budget to have them from the start. But mm-hmm. but the girls have changed. Yes. Your man said no grey hair, but the, uh-huh. the guy who's the king. Yeah. It's <laughs> like he's like fifty years. Yeah, he doesn't look sweet. They've completely yeah. just gone. You've aged. You've aged. But also, he has like sepsis or something too. Yeah. So like he's just. To be fair, I didn't expect him to be there. I, whenever they did the flip forward, what I, I thought, thought he'd be gone. What I thought was going to happen. Now this is this could be a spoiler alert. And I'm just coming around and going fuck. What I what I liked about it, the thing I hated the most about the House of the Dragons so far, didn't like whenever they cut Damon's hair. Thought it looked stupid. He just looked like Doctor Who was gone albino. You know what I mean? Didn't like that. But his hair's grown back. He looks like Erling Haaland again, and I'm happy. But he's my favourite character because he's just a, a, a real bad boy, isn't he, old Damon? And then, what of a sly guy? He's a sly guy and he's a sex machine. And I mean, that was, but that, they were the two last names 
that we had got down to from changing the name from Dave Elliott's Weird Podcast. It was either going to be the Sly Guy Podcast or the Sex Machine Podcast. And a lot of people do call... Like, people know me as Dave Elliott. Yes, that's my stage name. My real name's David. Oh, shocker. But also people like to call me Papa Bear. It's a nickname I have. A lot of people also like to call me the Sex Machine. That's up to them. I don't complain. You call me it off-camera, the Sex Machine. Mm. I don't mind it. It's all good. But that's what Damon's all about, a sly guy and a sex machine. And I think that the actual series, The House of the Dragon, is better at the minute than Game of Thrones was at the end. Ooh, uh, yeah, no, at the end. Uh-huh. You can't just throw that at the end of it. Hmm? Yes. I think I think Game of Thrones, for me, was slow at the beginning. Uh-huh. And then it got quite good and then got slow again. And then they just went, fuck it, and ended it. But you know what? I also want to put it on record as saying, snow's going to start soon. And not that guy goes in down. John Snow, the bastard, is getting his own series called Snow. I think it's actually called Snow, but it'll obviously be pronounced Snow. I'm John Snow. But will this one be done and wrapped up before it starts? Can I don't know because be too I want I want the break in it. You know, I want it to not come out for another couple of years. I want there to be f- ten years of the House of the Dragon. That's how much I'm enjoying it at the minute. You know what I love most about it? Same music. Yes. Yeah, th- that's the thing from a creative point of view. I quite like when you yeah. you're like, oh, oh, it's like little hints. It's not the full. It's like little hints throughout it. Yeah, like but you're... they didn't until the very end of the first episode. Then they played. And I was like, yes. Do you do the same thing when I like, go watching through it and they mm-hmm. mention like a thing from Game of Thrones and you get really yeah. excited? Yeah. Like they mentioned, like a, a land or you know the who's, Night's Watch. Yeah. Like, oh, the Night's. They're like, oh, the Night's Watch. And then they'll be like, oh, the Lannister. Like, Barry Lannister. And you're like, oh, the Lannisters. Barry Lannister actually does sound like someone that would be just down the local yacht club, doesn't he? I'll Barry Lannister's donating the fucking BM to the yacht club raffle this weekend. But um, I think also, what who, who's going to appear, I think, in House Dragon will be the Red Witch. I think she's old enough to fit into both of them. And you know what else she is? sexy and like I'd be keen to see that and like now a lot of people are like oh she's so sexy and she's always naked in Game of Thrones I love you oh, I just loved it even more when she got old and naked and sexy do you not think when she turned old she was so sexy sure old people are sexy too hashtag it's not too late to become the sex machine podcast if not listen you know maybe this is what we do we just straight up with no um no reference, no nothing. Just change the logo to the Sex Machine. But same font and everything. Maybe we'll do that, Ben, for a one-off. Just do the Sex Machine podcast and not even mention it. Get the red lights on. Listen. Oh, but the only problem is, right, we have quite a, a, a sl- slim window in this studio. If we hit the red light on, there'll be just guys out there beating their dicks off the window expect me to suck them. But I'm like, hey, I'm not in that life anymore. I've moved on. You don't have time anyway. No, I mean, I don't have time. Single I'm, parent and all that. Exactly, I'm a single dad now. I don't have time to be sucking dick. I mean, maybe I could just do that to relax a bit from time to time, but you know, I wouldn't take a fee for it. I'd just do it as a hobby. That's very kind of you. Yeah. So you're not liking the House of Dragon anymore? You're going to get past it? You're going to get past it? I think I'm going to have to. Because yeah, don't be a shite bag. It's good. Yeah. It is good. It is good. I can't wait to see it. And like, it's so hard. Do you have things with your wife that... Or you share, and if you were to do it yourself, there'd be problems. Like, you know, there's things you do together. And if you try to do it by yourself or without her, it'd be an issue. Like, we watch House of the Dragon together, and if I watched an episode... All right. And she wasn't there, she wouldn't be happy. She wouldn't be happy at all. 
No, but I'm very strange that I will rewatch it because I will probably fall asleep during uh, it. Right. Okay. And then I'll and but I like I sideways say so it's just normal sleep. Mm-hmm. Then I'll wake up around them, bit oh yeah, that's happening there. Pretending I haven't fallen asleep, and then yeah. rewatch it the next day by myself, so then I can engage in a conversation about it. Oh, would she be sneaky to you? Would they be like quiz you on it if you were asleep? No, because I would never admit that I've fallen asleep. Could she not see you with your eyes closed? No, because I'm like I got my head down. Thought you turned right. Okay, so then I can't ask. I questions. thought you were like just having sleep with one eye, like you had to sleep like Forrest Whitaker. You're just like this, and this eye's fully down. This one's open. Just watching. Yeah. I Not quite. That. No, because my problem is when I fall asleep, I I fully fall asleep. Like you know, like snoring and everything. My hair goes back. Oh, yeah, I'm fully like ever. You know when I'm asleep because I snore. Would Catherine pause it though for you, or she just go deposit what? Pause it. Oh right. No fuck. Oh, that. would she just beg you? No, she's very much like Catherine. Would be like a. She'd be like a, a bear. Who's just had cubs, and then maybe like a cheetah's coming to. Now I know these two animals probably never cross paths, but like a cheetah would come to eat the bear cub, and the bear would be like, "Nah, fuck that! I'm heading on anyway." You know, each to their own. You should be able to fend for yourself. Fuck you. You know, she would just carry on, and she would then use that as to be like, "This is now something I watch by myself." She yes. does that with Married at First Sight, and I don't like it because I so like you, Married at First Sight. You fell asleep, and I'm an episode ahead of you, and I'm not waiting yeah. for you. And I'll not let you. Oh, yeah. And then what she actually did, and she did that, she tried that shit with me with House of the Dragon because it came out, right? And the first episode came out, and we're like, we're going to watch that together. And now, forbid me, I was doing work in progress shows or something, or I was out gigging, I was trying to earn a bit of money from the family because that's the thing. When she's at home in the evening times, I have to go out to work because I'm a house husband during the day, and in the evenings, I moonlight as a comedian, okay? So I was out earning money, and she just was like, I'm going to watch the first episode because you have too many gigs this week. So I don't know when I'll get to say it. So she watched it and then she put on, she did a fucking, you know, like an egg timer. She goes to me, TikTok, you have a week to watch it or I'm watching the new episode. So obviously I went, all right, fuck you. And I watched it, the spider. I didn't want to watch House of the Dragon at all at the beginning, but I did it to spider. And that's sometimes the biggest motivator in the world is to spite your wife or husband. Do you agree? 100%. Yeah. And I proved it wrong and I absolutely loved it. Do you ever nope. suggest a show like, oh, we should watch this show and they go, hmm. Not really for me, and then you go. That's okay, no problem. And then you decide I'm gonna start watching it, and mm-hmm. then you be like, "Oh, I'm watching this show. It's really good." It's like, oh, I thought we were gonna watch that together. Yes, and then she you, does that. then you. But then what I find very annoying, she does a lot, is we start something and she's just on her phone on TikTok or something. It's like after making you wait to watch it with mm-hmm. her. Yeah, and then she doesn't know what's going on. She's like, "I don't really like this," and you're like, "Well, you've not really watched it." Like, I watched something with, with your man in a Patty Considine, who is the king on House of the Dragons, and it was, like, the informer or something, or the the interrogator or something like that. It was a show about him being an informant. Yeah, the infor- informant, that's what it was called. And it was great. And I, we watched the first episode, and she's like, I don't really get it. And it's like, yeah, because you've just been watching TikTok flat out for the last... And then I fired ahead and watched it, and she got humpy because I was like in episode four. I'm like, and it was brilliant, really, really good. But the amount of shows we start, and then I'm really into because I put my phone down and pay attention. Um, and she just doesn't. It's like, all right, you know, there you go. Like Bloodlands, albeit I did fall asleep last night. Uh, was a part of Bloodlands filmed down in Bangor beside my colleagues' furnishings? Yes, I think so. 
they had a sentinel up there, I think, a while ago. Mm. For ages. They were in banger for a while, for stuff. But I love Bloodlands. And you know what? A lot of people give Bloodlands shit and say it's wick and make fun of the acting. I like it. It's a good time. Maybe some of the storylines are a wee bit far-fetched. You know, maybe some of them. But you know what? Here's the thing. It's fiction. Eat a bag of dicks and enjoy it. You know what I mean? And I won't stand here and have anyone criticise Jimmy Nesbitt ever. Jimmy Nesbitt is a god. Jimmy Nesbitt is the greatest actor to ever come from this planet. There you go. Let alone these shores, this planet. You know, he's the, he is the greatest. And see, when you watch Bloodlands, right, people always, like, this is the thing that's gone on Twitter. They always talk about Jimmy Nesbitt's face in Bloodlands. Or Brannock, Detective Brannock is what he's called. And he does, a, is it Tom Brannock? Can you check it to make sure I've got his name wrong? Because I'll be very embarrassed. What is this? It's Bloodlands. I think it's Tom Brannock. Bloodlands. Yeah, let's see. I'm under a lot of pressure here. What do you think it was? Tom Brannock. You sure? Yeah. Final answer. Yes. I'm a fucking super fan of Bloodlands, right? But what do you know the main character's name? Yes, I know the main <laughs> character's name. You do pay attention. Yes, I do pay attention. But the thing about it is, right? They always say that his face is real, and it's it is. And like, if I had the editing ability or the spare time to edit together the like a highlight reel of just Jimmy Nesbitt's close up on his face throughout the series of Bloodlands, I would do that because it's a lot, right? But his face shows you what's happening in the show. See if something's about to hit the fan. Ben, this is what they say, right? It's a, a shot of Jimmy Nesbitt's face like this. And he's always looking slightly off the camera because it would be weird if he looked down the lens. But he's like this. And when you know it's about to kick off, close up of his face. Same thing. See when shit's really about to hit the fan? You start hearing the music slowly creeping in and sort of going and he's doing this face like he, he makes his wee mouth turn into like an anus and for some reason his eyebrows just get bigger and darker and he's like this and then when the crescendo of the music hits and the fan has the shit is just being splattered out the back of the fan up the wall he purses his lips open a bit and you see his fucking two front teeth and it's like this and the music just hits crescendo it's like credits Bloodlands and every time Tom Brannock does something stupid he shouldn't do like he's like he has this whole plan of trying to again bars of gold who even bargains some bars of gold anymore is that something that people do There's they're, they're looking for bars of gold at the minute because it's a fucking I don't know but they're looking the bars of gold that's all good he ends up wanting the bar of gold he's a policeman but he's also a baddie and he fucking shoots people in after he's like ah baddies I've fucking done that and then he goes And that's Bloodlands, and that's why it's great. And I can't wait to watch it. I don't know where it's going to go. The end of the last series made no sense either. And you know what else I liked about it, and people gave off about it? They didn't do a recap of what happened in the first series. They just went, buy a car, straight into the new series, and that's it. I Use your memories, don't fall asleep. I hate it when they do that. Mm-hmm. What I other shows anything to bring to mind that you've watched like that before? There was a show that we started to watch. Uh, I can't remember what it's called. It was a really... Big Bang Theory. And it was one on a Netflix, I can't what it was called, but they did like, mm. it's like two years ago, the first season came out. Right, okay. We were watching going like, oh, fuck, the second season's like, they're going to start and give you a recap. Yeah. Straight in. What was it, do you like, remember? Literally straight into like, something like, the, like it was some like, it was some like fantasy weird thing, but 
it ended, like the school's under attack, and then they started with like middle. Is that that Wolf Boy thing you watched? You no, loved? no, we we never went back to finish that. Teen well, Wolf. Teen Wolf. That was the weirdest thing you'd ever said to me. We were talking. This, what do you watch the minute? I'll watch Teen Wolf. All right, mate. From 1987. Fair play. Yeah, but I gave up on that one. Nice. Did it get shit? Like uh, we, I spoke last week with the Dammer show. Have you watched it? We we just watched the one where the the deaf guy gets killed. In it. Yeah, that, people say that's, that's quite sad. It is. It is quite sad. Yeah. Well, I mean. Dammer's a dickhead, you know what I mean? I'm there getting that impression that there might be something wrong with him. Yeah, I mean, I think he's probably the least um, damaged from his childhood child of all serial killers. Like, everyone else is, like, a real, oh, that's about it. Dammer's just kind of, like, a bit of a weirdo. He likes his beer. I like a cool beer. I like to kill me. I like to... Oh, have, you ever, have you ever been in that scenario yourself where you've been, like, you know, me getting off with somebody and be like, whoa... I'd love to see what their insides look like. No, fucking weird. Absolutely not. And the fact that, like, yeah. he was like, so aware of it. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, I really shouldn't eat this guy's heart. But, <laughs> you Listen, know. once you popped, you know. <laughs> and I wonder, like, if he ever got so hammered and then woke up and was like, oh, it was a really weird dream I had. And he's like, oh, bollocks, looks over and well, just like a butcher table. Time he got, did you, have you watched all of it? No, I'm in episode four, five. But there's one where... I don't know if this is a spoiler. Can't be a spoiler if it's Hey sport dammer spoiler alert here. Um that he goes to do his wee druggy thing uh-huh. on some guy and accidentally takes her own drink. Ah. Um, and then So he drugs himself? And then drugs the other guy as well, and then he wakes up with the guy like absolutely just I'm sort battered, dead. And he's like, Oops. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so he, he does does that happen before? Yeah, but you know what I liked about him? I liked uh, nothing, actually. I didn't like anything about Jeffrey Dahmer. But what I liked is, like, that the end, what he did was he got himself in shape to just specifically to murder people. He's like, listen, what's your training program? What do you want to do? I want to be able to be fit enough it's to murder like people. Practicing yeah. strangling. What's your technique? I mean, he probably use that technique too. And then, you know, around the neck as well. I mean, <laughs> pretty th- gross. the other thing is, in his one-bedroom apartment... There's a massive big blue barrel. Yeah. Filled with body parts and acid. Yeah. Is that not a bit of a red flag? Yeah, I mean, I think there are plenty of red flags, but what I thought was the worst bit about it, which, like, you must think make people feel a bit wet, is the neighbours complained. They were like, Jeffrey's house stinks of shit. There's a lot of weird goings on. The police were like, those guys, what I like. People and it's like, people come in and don't go out again. Yeah, well, that's a fair thing. But, like, that, that was what happened to, you know, the, the, the little boy who he had like drilled into his head and he was like naked in the street yeah. and he's like that's my boyfriend and the police literally were like you know what the gays are like oh, yeah, and, the, and that's like one of the guys mental. That, it's like what's in there is there any gay stuff in there yeah and it's like oh, don't, <laughs> catch, don't catch I, them AIDS I know is there any gay stuff in there Matthew was like eh, a few things <laughs> you know in fact but what do, what do you mean by, by gay stuff it's like any dildos no we don't actually have any artificial penises real penises on the other hand yes several in the freezer if you must yeah you know but it's oh, it's just it's so gross I think you're watching it going this is really weird and you go you kind of keep remembering this actually happened yeah but like that's to say nothing is as strange as the real world eh that's not the saying fiction strange as fi- I don't know <laughs> I think has, has Jeffrey Dahmer snuck into the studio and put a drill in the back of my head and poured acid into it because that was the dumbest thing I've ever seen. But what I did do actually today, and it's well worth doing, I've been since since I've watched the Dammer documentary, I've been getting a wee bit more into watching like true crime stuff. 
you ever done that Ben you're a fan obviously serial killing the podcast patreon.com for the podcast but I was watching uh, like court appearances by serial killers on YouTube right and I saw Dennis Rader who's known as the BT- BTK killer as opposed to the BTS killer which is the um, but the BTK is a, I think it's bind tie kill or torture be bind torture kill maybe it's BTK look it up would you Bind, torture, kill. Dennis Rader. Is that what it stands for? Bind, torture, kill. Bind, torture, kill. But he was in, like, court, and they were just, like, basically getting a confession from him, and the video's on YouTube. And he just, like, basically, as matter-of-fact as you like, explains how he just killed the people. He was like, yeah, I went in the first house, just, yeah, it's supposed to be, um, just be a, be a sexual fantasy. Um, there was such a, oh, there's this woman here and her two kids and didn't expect the husband to be there but he was there too so he just got him to tie the wife up and he, like, he kept like shouting and stuff so I shot him and he was like I actually referred he, he was, said something like I referred to the people like as projects so like he was saying to the the judge this is the judge he was like yeah no the judge didn't say this Dennis Rader said this to the judge he was like yeah this woman was um, a new project of mine and I sort of followed her for a while and uh, I was just watching her routine and stuff and I sort of liked what I saw and this one day I just you know, went into her house and I waited and she came home and she brought a friend with her that I didn't expect so I shot him and I was just like, you're watching it going, are you fucking real? This is so ridiculous how you know, blasé was about it. Like, see, if you're saying that, you'd expect someone to be like, yes, oh, no, Jesus, you'd never believe what it did. But he was like, yeah, and did that. And then he just went through all his, the murders that he committed, where he did it, how he did it, you know, and that was it. So bla- so so casual. So, what do you think of that? Fun? Yeah, it's not fun, you know. And you know what? At least we don't really have serial killers over here. Do we? No. I'm going to go with a, a no on that one. Yeah. Do you want to do some listeners' questions? How long have we been talking for? It feels like too long. About 50 minutes. 15 minutes? 15. Fuck, I was about to serial kill myself there. It was like 15 minutes? Um. Right, let me see what we're doing here. Declan Curran, wow, has asked the question which potentially is one of the most thought-provoking questions of all time in history. He has asked, and I want your help in this, Ben, please too. What happens to your Tinder profile if you die? Can you look that up? Because I would assume you just, people, that's the biggest insult of all, being swiped against. I don't know whether it's left or right. I think swipe left's probably a no, isn't it? I think you get swiped left, nah, and you're dead. You know what I mean? Finally, you can't even go on a date, but you're on Tinder. Dead. It's just days there. Oh, well, there you go. Ben has Googled it. When you die, there you go, Declan. You've asked what happens to your Tinder profile if you die. Stays there. I think you can deactivate it, like the family has to, but obviously then... But you can't deactivate it if you're, you know, deactivate it. I put it if your family are like, doesn't need it anymore. They can contact... Tinder, but then that, that's like a whole like, thing you have to. Oh, I don't know. Like, how do you contact Tinder to be like, listen, our, our, like, say Ben, Ben, say Ben's on Tinder and he loves it. Ben's dead. Can you take him off Tinder? And Tinder, like, ah, oh, you're spoofing us. Do you have to, like, send your death certificate in? Or, like, 
a news article to say this guy's dead and a photo and take him off Tinder because I imagine it is quite distasteful to be still on Tinder dead you know I bet or, or if like some like fucking Jeffrey Dahmer's on Tinder he'd probably prefer to date if you're dead you know probably there you go well that's a filter on him a filter yeah, what oh for dead people I yeah. thought you meant over their dead face which is going to say it's fucking heinous yeah, you know what they're, they're a wee bit huey there there's a wee bit of they look a bit waxy could you put a wee filter on them the, the wee one of the rosy cheeks put a bit of colour about their faces they look a wee bit too dead Um, are you, what are you doing over there are you really typing are you trying to find out more facts no I'm taking my notes down on a on a piece of paper on the computer about what about what to do have, have you killed somebody that you need to get off Tinder I'm just reminding myself to delete apps and delete apps right. Patrick Quinn has said do you think you could move abroad to live permanently where would you go and if so do you think you would miss Northern Ireland um, you know what do I think I could move abroad to live permanently I do think I could because I'm full adult I do whatever I want within reason would I want to nah I would like to, I always would like here to be my base in Bangor, obviously. But you don't know what circumstances will, will, will change or what will happen in life. You just don't know. Um, if I were to move abroad, you know what? I would like to probably live in Devon or Cornwall. I love it there. I think it's a great part of the world. But I, I would take a lot for me to move. Um, I like America as well. I like. I don't. I, you know what? I'd be one of these people that wouldn't go anywhere that I have to learn a foreign language because I think I'm too stupid and old to like fully learn another language and culture entirely. I'd have to go somewhere English speaking first and foremost, which is sly. But hey, it is what it is. And probably like the move. You know, if I was to move to America, I'd probably move to somewhere in the West Coast. I must say, I like the West Coast. I like to live. Yeah, on the west coast. I like New York and all, but I couldn't do like that city living too much. I like a house, like a wee bit of surrounding area. I think the west coast is a bit more sparse than the east coast, so probably do that. Would you ever move abroad? Do you think? Nope. No. If you were to, where would you consider? New Zealand. New Zealand. What? What makes you? You answered that very quick. I wouldn't want to move because it's so far away. But if happened, New Zealand would probably be where I go. And what have you? Would you have you been on holidays there? Would nope. you like to go there? Holidays? Yep. Mm-hmm. I haven't been, but what is it that draws you to New Zealand? I just think it's fairly similar to here. Oh, why? Because there's a UDA in Auckland. We got two two countries. You know, it's just two parts, two islands separated by a, by a sea border. Um, proper border. Yeah, it's a proper border. True. Um, yeah, New Zealand, I think, is a nice part. I've, I've Again, I've never felt the draw of Australia because, no. I don't know, I've seen Wolf Creek too, which put the willies up me, but, yeah, I would like to visit New Zealand. You know where I'd really like to go on holidays? Not to live, but I'd like to go on holidays to Japan. It's always tickled my pickle a lot. But to answer your question, Patrick, do you think I could move abroad to live permanently? I do think I could, but I would not want to. Um, I would like to travel a bit more and maybe work abroad a bit more. But also always be my base and maybe go away for like a week or two at the, t- at the time if I really need to. But yeah, I'm most like to live here. Tom Simington has said, any quest steps on the agenda or am I going to have the fork out for the Patreon? Well, I don't know if they're planning on doing any quests, but there are guest episodes. 
Um, sometimes we'll have a guest on the on the regular podcast. Sometimes we won't, but every single week, the Patreon's where it's at. And if you want to, I think you should fork out because two two quid, you know, for two pounds, you get all the extra stuff. And Ben, as a fan, like you started off before, um, you actually you're probably an example of what a stalker should do, really, isn't it? Like you were a fan first, and then you've become part of Boytown first, and then you became part of this, and slowly working my way in. And now you're not a fan anymore, and that's good. You know, it's just you're you're not a fan. You don't like me. You don't like the content. But if you were still a fan, would you like what we're putting on Patreon? I certainly would certainly get me going. Yeah. Yeah, for two pounds. Two you know pounds. What I mean? Yeah. Back from I pounds. think you know what, Tom. You'd be welcome over. On, you'd be welcome. There's a sly hard or rider sly. You'd be welcome over there. And be a lot of fun. Naomi has promised me that this isn't as bad as last week's Reddit. She sent me a stinking, stinking link last week about a guy who just wanked loads in his sink. Did you hear this, Ben? No. And then someone boked in the sink and there was cum and boke in the U-Bend of a sink and it made me grossly uncomfortable. Now this link... um, Today, she says not as bad as last week, and it's a link to Reddit. So let's see what it says. Um, yesterday, my girlfriend agreed to be my trip sitter. Now I don't know what a trip sitter is. I imagine somebody that, you, that watches you when you're on drugs. Would that sound about right to you, Ben? A trip sitter, like if you're taking. I'm. At, I am. At, no, I could be wrong. I imagine if you take drugs and you go on a trip, somebody will like watch to make sure you don't like die or like swallow your tongue or something. Imagine. Naomi, can you do me a favor? See, next time, can you condense the document and just like take the key points? Put it down because there's a lot to read, but I'll go for it anyway. Yesterday, my girlfriend agreed to be my trip sitter. I like shrooms, and usually I'm a two gram shroom guy, but yesterday I wanted to see what four grams would do. I asked my girlfriend to be my trip sitter just in case I decided to Peter Pan off a balcony or something. Oh no. At the time, my girlfriend seemed really keen. She even joked about getting popcorn, which she actually did. She ran out of popcorn more or less the same time she ran out of enthusiasm. I spent most of the night doing an invisible hula hoop dance and laughing hysterically. The higher dose definitely hit different. My girlfriend said it was getting late and wanted us to go to bed. We ended up in bed and my girlfriend eventually fell asleep. I was still wide awake and unable to stop touching my Adam's apple every time we swallowed. <laughs> My girlfriend woke up to me standing on the bed, completely naked, continuing to do the invisible hula hoop dance. She grabbed a blanket and left the bedroom. I have no idea how long I was dancing on the bed, but I must have exhausted myself and passed out because I remember nothing else afterwards other than waking up alone in bed this morning and finding my girlfriend sleeping in the living room. When my girlfriend opened her eyes, I was standing by with breakfast and an apology, which my girlfriend was grateful for. However, she broke up with me. Last night was too much frat boy for her liking. Apparently she expected an older guy like me to be more mature. I'm 22, she's 19. What the fuck? Anyway, she left. I really liked her. There you go. (laughs) Took a wee turn there, didn't it? Do you know what? See, when you're 22 and you're 19, that's the way you go, isn't it? You used to do mushrooms, didn't you, when you were 19, Ben? Yeah. You still do? My lunchbox. Nice, but, you know, I think it's... um, a shame. Shame you broke up, but also, you know, what did she expect from a 22-year-old guy? They say that men are, are less mature than women, don't they, Ben? So I would imagine, like, he probably should have been another three or four years older than her 
for for him to you know fully be not do his rooms and swing his dick around um chris wants to know the best bar and spot in belfast to gig in Ooh. you know what i will say i did a gig last friday night in the glen owen um and it was honestly 10 out of 10. Really good fun. The crowd were really up for it. It was one of those gigs that came to the day and I was like, oh, I'm really tired. I, It's like you have to psych yourself up sometimes. Nine times out of 10, you go to gigs and you're like, oh, I look forward to this. Sometimes you're like, oh, I'd rather just stay in bed. This one was one of those times. I got there, genuinely loved it. Really, really good. That was a good room. The night before, I did Pug Uglies, um, Pug's Comedy Club, and it was just, it was tremendous it was myself mickey bartlett and rory woods and honestly when pugs is popping there's no better room and i'm not just saying that because i host the night and i've been involved in it it's genuinely just great and it's because it's it like it's like a new york comedy club the setup of the lounge and pug uglies is like you know a proper Amer- like an america it's got the brick walls just everything about it it's just you a mic an audience, there's nothing better. So for me, the best bar and spot in Belfast to gig in is Pug Uglies. And I think when when the room's full of people, which it has been the last few times, nothing's better. So Pug Uglies, and also Pug's Comedy Club sponsors the podcast now. That's not nepotism or favouritism on our part in talking about it. I'm just being honest, it is. I would say that anyway. Other places I like the gig too in Belfast. Ooh, whoa, whoa, whoa. I love the Strand. The gigs in the Strand are always brilliant. So, um, yeah, I would say Pugs 1, Strand 2, probably. But also, a big shout out to the, the Glen Owen as well. If you're up in that, that part, check out gigs up there. Hopefully they keep running. Hannah Nugent has said, is Kit Kat a biscuit or a chocolate bar? Kit Kat Chunky obviously is a chocolate bar. But otherwise, Kit Kat is a biscuit, surely. Ben, I don't really care about this question enough to get into an argument with you about it. But what do you think a Kit Kat is? A biscuit or a chocolate bar? A chocolate bar? Yeah. You know what, Hannah? I sounded disrespectful to your questionnaire and said, don't care about it. I do. But I don't care enough about, you know, I think a Kit Kat is a chocolate bar. I think to be a biscuit, you need to be circular, or else not in a in a packet. You know what I mean? Like a wee pa- mm. don't have a tin foil packet if you're a biscuit. You know, I think that's what makes it a chocolate bar. See if it came in like a wrap with like a, a tube. Yeah, but that's my thoughts on that. Joanne Andrews Evans says, "What are your views on hoodies, which are oversized, comfy hoodies?" I think Udis are probably fine. I don't know enough about Udis. Are they thicker material or are they just like, for you, Joanne, you look like a a little woman, whereas I'm a large man. So I think if, like, would that mean, like you would buy an Udi in your size, but it's specifically bigger? Or is it just a regular hoodie that's bought in a bigger size? Do you know, Ben, what the difference is? Like, cause my wife likes to wear my hoodies, and they are on her hoodies. But They're just like more. Are they like fleece? You yeah. you have an hoodie, don't you? Or mm-hmm. or no? Cause you like came out into one. the garden. 
Pardon? Like an off-brand one. Right, so it's not an hoodie, it, but it's a, hoodie, it's a, but it's a like, rip-off. It's basically like a big, baggy hoodie that's fluffy. But is it thicker? Like, is it a fleece-line thing, a hoodie? Yeah. Is it comfortable? Does it go down? Like, is it a onesie or no, just the top? No, it goes down kind of neither to my knees. No, about to my knees. And do you, what, do you, what do you do when you wear it? Fuck. No. <laughs> just, just watch yeah. TV? Yeah. Do you, what, do you wear bottoms mm-hmm. with a hoodie? What sort of bottoms? Just sweats. Imagine you're just like... Formal shoes, not formal shoes, formal shoes. I meant to say formal trousers, but for some reason it's just shoes. Just the sweats? Yeah, it's roasting inside. In the hoodie? Especially nowadays, that it costs you a fortune to feed. I used the tumble dryer today and my wife near filed for divorce. But no, I. you know what? I, what I'm going to say to you, Joanne? I'll put the address of the studio in the description and if you want to send me an audio I'll try it out but you know what I, th- I think I'm all for them but I just imagine like it would just be a regular hoodie I, it's, that's confusing me a bit John Joe wants to know if there's any feedback from Channel 4 on William of Orange Dale yes there has been feedback we are now probably not allowed to talk about what we're doing but we are in in contact with them and hopefully there will be news soon and hopefully it'll be good news obviously because we'd like to see more made but each their own Sam wants to know what do I think of Tottenham the answer is shit and what do you think of shit Tottenham we hate Tottenham we hate Tottenham anyway also does your wife ever make you go fuck sake hey it'd be easier to ask me if she didn't and uh, make, make things up that she doesn't like and claims she never liked the thing. For example, my partner of three and a half years recently told me she doesn't eat butter. I knew it was nonsense, but then I caught her out at the weekend when she asked for butter on her toast. Fuck's sake. P.S. Thanks for keeping North Down safe. Um, my wife makes me go fuck's sake about quite a few things, I would say. Um, but things she doesn't like... Yeah, like, she'll just say, I don't like, and then, like, a sweeping statement. And just, like, that'll cover everything. Like, I don't like movies that make me think. And it's like, any movie would make you think. So then she's like, well, I don't like any movie. You know, and then that just makes it difficult for me, like we spoke about earlier. You know, she'll watch stuff that's different to me and blah, blah, blah. But she makes me say, fuck's sake, all the time. Damn bastard. The damn bastard. Um... Matthew Kilpatrick has said, Papa Bear, whatever happened to you noshing yourself off on stage once you hit the 200 reviews mark? I forgot I hit the 200 reviews. Um, It'd be keen to see that, keep up the good work. Well, you know what? I think I amended it to say that if I sold out Ulster Hall, I would nosh myself off on stage and I didn't sell out Ulster Hall, so there you go. That's the problem. That's a failure. I've let myself down and I'm not going to nosh myself off because of that. You know, um, Joel McGonagall has said Christmas special at the Strand Cinema. I can't confirm or deny that's going to happen, but all I'll say is keep your friends close and your enemies closer. My essay, you know what I'm saying? There we go. And the last question is from Mark McVicker. He says, 
With you stating previously about not wanting to participate in Comedian's Boxing Event, I could see you as a Don King slash Paul Heyman type character with Willie T as your opposing manager. Thoughts? Well, you know what? Here's the thing. Let's not do Comedian's Boxing. Let's just do a big wrestling event. There you go. And I'd definitely do that. Um, But yeah, I don't think, honestly, I could get myself excited about it enough to promote other people boxing. Just wouldn't entertain me. I couldn't have no interest in comedians boxing. I think it'd be shit. And I wouldn't want to be like a hype guy for it. So there you are. Speaking of hype guys, Ben, are you asleep over there? Very nearly. What how long have we been talking for? What's the time? Over an hour. An hour and ten. Guys, listen. I thought it was a fun episode. We got there in the end. I was talking to Ben a few times there and he just has fully switched off and is now just on his phone so there you go he's ruined the podcast you're in the studio it's not it. far away from my bedtime to be fair it's uh, well it's not 11 o'clock we'll be home for 11 o'clock to be fair you know what i'm going to do when i go home another podcast the patreon podcast for the patrons so there you go that's dedication to the nation of masturbation which is what the fans of the sex machine podcast are called the nation of masturbation and female domination guys thanks for listening to the podcast um, get over to Patreon subscribe there get all the bonus extra content support our sponsors Modest Beer and Pugs Comedy Club and if you must shave your pubes go to manscaped.com and use the code SLY all capitals S-L-Y SLY and we'll see you next week I'm the Sly guy